to the Runner X Podcast, where we talk about all things running. As many runners know, it's 90% mental. So join Coach Valerie and Coach Caroline as we go through the mental side of running. Welcome back to the Runner X Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Caroline, and I'm here with Coach Valerie. Coach, I have been doing some research and checking, you know, checking all the Google trends. And it's interesting because wouldn't you know that the primary question that every runner asks is basically why we are in business. And that is how to prevent running injuries. So what they, they give three like um, main, main things that I want to talk about. And I, I would, I want your input on it. Cause the first, the three main things are like the importance of proper warm up and cool down routines, which we talk about a lot, gradual increase in mileage and intensity. And I know that's a big one for us. And then incorporating strength training and flexibility exercises into the routine. So with what we figure 30 years of, co- you've been coaching some sort of group fitness for well over 30 years, right? Mm-hmm. Where did these three things come into that? Can you, can you expand on that? Like wh- why is it so important to have that proper warm up and cool down and how does that prevent injuries? And then how does that get you out of injuries? Sure. And I will say as I get older, now that I can really say that I'm in my fifties, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the importance of the warm up and cool down gets even more and more important as you go. So things you got away with maybe when you were younger are going to show up later. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and it's interesting. Like when I first started teaching group fitness, for example, you know, not running, just, just group fitness classes, the warm up was the way you prepared for the class and you would use the warm up to get people, you know, to let their, let them start moving, get the heart rate, you know, to start going up and prepare them for what was to come. And it's the same with running. You know, we don't think about that because a lot of people will say, well, I'll just use the, the beginning part of my run as my warm up. Like I'll start slow and that'll be my warm up. And it, it's really, it's, it's a mind body preparation, meaning you're, you're really telling yourself, this is what I'm about to do. And you're telling your body, this is what we're about to do. Let's get prepared for it. Right. And what's great, really, like with the Run RX warm up, for example, which of course we have, we really keep it consistent and we keep it relatively short. Like I give people three to four simple exercises to get their mind and body both prepared for what they're about to do. And it includes a a combination of dynamic movements, which people can recognize that like leg swings, for example, very common in running and they're really effective. Uh, We do hip openers, we do some toe touches. So we're doing movement that's preparing the body for what's to come. And then, of course, we actually use uh, the the movement of actually running in our warm-up to prepare ourselves for running, which, by the way, is still really not discussed. And, you know, we know this. So when I say that to people, they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, like ball of foot hops, which is preparing the body for the impact you're about to put it through for running, which is just a hopping, a little light hopping, things like that, where you're telling your body, okay, we're about to do these movements. We're about to do these, we're about to do this exercise. And then it can let itself get prepared. That's the whole point of the warm-up. So we really, and, really stress that. Well, and what's so funny, and we were kind of talking about this before, 
before we started recording was this idea that when we're injured, we remember to warm up. But when we're no longer injured, we kind of forget to, um, which I think is just human nature. But what about the cool down? Like, I know that people um, will go ahead and uh, do do warm ups and um, get that going. But what about the cool down powder? Why, why are cool downs important? So cool down is a really also important part of injury prevention because after you've run, so like, we'll just, I mean, we're talking about running. So running, for example, and we use a lot of elasticity during our run. We use elasticity from all over the body, not just the feet and the ankles and the calves, but also in the hips. And you got to think about even your upper body, you know, swinging your arms. So when you're done running, what you want to do is put your body kind of back in alignment is what I call it, you know, for after your run, get your elasticity back in. And by the way, we do the same thing for the cool down. We give people a really, it's really like three to four exercises, again, to get your body to get relaxed and recovered. And then this is when we actually also include a little bit of strength training, just body weight, just a little bit of strength exercises, again, to get your body to be recovered, to get ready to run again. And a lot of people when, you know, and this is a thing with runners. And by the way, we're all guilty of it. I only have an hour. I only have an hour and I want to get my whole run in. So we tend to skip either the warm up, the cool down or both because I want to make sure I run for an hour. You know, so we, right. we hear this a lot. We oh, see we hear it all the time. <laughs> I've, I've been guilty of this myself. And so what I try to do is tell people, think about the consistency. If you always prepare your body for the activity with a nice warm-up, and then after you're done, you give it a nice recovery, it really, your body will actually thank you by staying ready to do the next event or do the next activity, if you will. So I hear, and then, you know, unfortunately, like you said earlier, unless people are hurting, if I don't feel anything, then, you know, I don't think I need to do anything. And that's yeah, it's almost where, like you forget it. Right. Or like, like you said, you know, you're done with your run. And for a lot of people, say you go, say you're going to drive to go run at a park, just randomly, right? I'm going to go to my run. Well, you don't see runners standing around doing cool downs or warm ups. You just see people yeah. running. So you're like, well, they I'm, jump back I'll, in the car and go. <laughs> yeah. And they think, and they might even think to themselves, well, I'll do some exercises when I get home or I'll stretch later, you know? And then later doesn't really happen, right? And it's interesting because right. um, when I was in my heyday of racing, um, you know, same thing. It's like I would, I would get to the race thirty to sixty minutes early to warm up and prepare for the race. And there'd be plenty of other runners there, by the way, doing the same thing. And then there were some days where, like, you're late, you just get to the race and you just hope for the best. But the reality is, is the better you want to be at the event, which is the running, it doesn't have to be a race, just whatever your run is for that day. Really, the more prepared you are for it, the better you're, it's like cramming for a test. You're yeah, really going to yeah. be much better <laughs> off if you just kind of study steadily instead of trying to think, I'm going to learn it all right before the test. Your body's yeah. the same way. You can't just stretch for an hour one day a week and think, well, that'll hold me. And I, right. I hear that a lot from runners is they'll say, oh, I really, I'm so tight. I should do yoga. And I'm thinking, well, sure, you can go do yoga. But really, if you would just do some really basic uh, mobility exercises, you actually wouldn't feel so tight. And it's just like with running mileage, a little goes a long way. Most of us 
as runners are not that limber or flexible. So really right. trying to do a stretch isn't that pleasant. So then a lot of people skip it because it doesn't feel good. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I well, try to introduce, right, go ahead. I was going to say, you're right to say, you know, what, what we try to introduce. I was just about to say, well, that's kind of the beauty of what I think is our plan with the warm up and cool down and with the strength is you don't give you know, an hour's worth of, you just one or two little things. Like you said, the ball of foot hops, maybe to just get yourself prepared. You have a very um, simple cool down and you have a very simple strength, like just a couple of movements, a couple times a week to reinforce, you know, the, the ability for your body to hold its weight. Right. Um, and right. that's really the beauty of what we, of what we teach. Now, I just wanted to ask about the cool down. I know, yep, we're all, we all do it. We get in the car and we say, I'll do that later. And it, and most of the time we forget, but how bad is it if we, if we no? I remembered it was just, it was after I got stiff or it was later in the day that still gives us, I mean, we're still moving our, uh, our body afterward and trying to kind of get the blood flowing again. So like better late than never, <laughs> you know, yes. kind of trying to cut yes. them some slack guys, better late than never still do it. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's interesting, but in a hundred percent, in fact, uh, years ago, I met a physical therapist and and he said to me, I don't expect anyone to do an hour of mobility a day, but I stress to people, if by the end of the day, they've done 10 minutes, it will probably keep them out of my office. And that was really powerful to me because yeah, that is. Right? So a lot of times if you do go to physical therapy or you go to a stretch or yoga class, they're an hour. So we get this idea in our head, like I have to run for an hour, I have to stretch for an hour. Well, you do not really. So yeah. I try to give, give, let people know your body's with you all day long. <laughs> so yeah. doing nice things for your body throughout the day are actually a better way to do things, uh, including, by the way, mobility work. Anyone that sits in a desk in an office, I'm sure you guys have read over and over, heard over and over, get up every 30 minutes and stretch your back, walk around a little bit. I mean, the body does not want to be stiff. It really doesn't enjoy it. So absolutely, if you take your exercises and sprinkle them in throughout the day, you're going to get the same benefits, maybe even better benefits than trying to cram it in or, you know, trying to or thinking I I don't have the time, so I'll just skip it. You know, you can be sitting at your desk and do ankle circles, really simple exercises. I do those a lot. Toes, (laughs) right? Toe scrunches. Right. It doesn't have to be three sets of 10. It it just needs to be, you know, wrist circles are phenomenal. You know, I mean, it's amazing how your body really just appreciates consistency more than it does. Right. Just like overtraining. You don't want to overstretch. You don't want to overdo anything. Yeah. 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 So then the kind of the third thing I wanted to ask you about is, okay, so we know we need to get consistent with warm up and cool down. We know we need to bring in flexibility and strength, but what if as, what would you recommend if as I'm coming back in, I'm coming back in after being injured and I know you just went through this and it took, took a while, but how do I increase the mileage and intensity as I come back from an injury? How do you do the 10% rule that everybody talks about? How do you, how would you recommend it? Uh, I, I'm more into, well, one, of course, listen to your body. However, instead of thinking, adding 10%, I like to give people a range and I'm also, we, we really, we really, really try to teach you guys movement, 
right? The, how to move correctly. So for example, if I'm just getting back into running and I've been injured, so I've already been a runner, but I got injured and I'm coming back. I really start people back with that basic, I call it the one, two, three. If you can just get into a running rhythm, of, we call it the up, two, three, up, two, three, up, two, three, and you start to feel connected back into running and it doesn't hurt, keep going. Let's say it hurts. And then I encourage you, well, then stop a second and try doing either a stretch or a drill and then restart. How does it feel? If you can get out of the pain and continue, fantastic. If the pain is like, nope, today is not your day, then that's it. That's your day today. So it's it's a really better way to get back into running rather than thinking, well, I'm going to try for a mile or I'm going to try for this distance or I'm going to try for this time. Instead, let your body work with you, work with your body. And the nice part is since we give, since we give people a, a way to get back to running by using movement, they've got a movement they can use. And by the way, we give you walking exercises. So if you do a blend of run, walk, you're still working on the skill and the strength you need for your run. And that's a perfect segue into uh, this last week. We talked about the restart that we're putting on YouTube. It should be on by the time this podcast comes out. Um, can you take the last few minutes of, of our discussion today and just let them know what is the restart, what's coming, and and how they should use it? Sure. So the restart is really about how to restart back into running or get started into running either way, especially if you've like, I've tried running and every time I get out there, I either get hurt or I just don't feel comfortable. I get winded really easily. So we hear this a lot. So the Runner X Restart, we created it to help people, one, go back to kind of the foundation of running. And that's the movement of running. The, the three elements of running that we teach, right? It's the pose, the fall, the pull. And there's only one action in running, which is pulling. And it's not talked about a lot. And so when people go out, they just run, right? They get their shoes on, they go running without discussing the movement. So what I'm trying to do is get people back into the actual movement of running. And when you start playing around with the movement and you start to feel the benefit of the movement in your run, you will want to run more and you will be able to run more. So we did it in a week by week format, which for the one for the week one, you, you're going to work on the action of running, which is pulling using your hamstring. So you're going to work on just the action of running. And what's fun is I give you the action of running, which is the pull. I give you the up two, three on how to use it to actually start moving. And then we work a lot on giving you, I've got uh, self-care, like some stretching I want you to do and some strength exercises. And they're really basic. And a lot of you guys will, will have seen these before. So things like hip lifts, also known as glute bridges, you know, mm -hmm. that you've done before. But when you start to understand why you're doing them and you incorporate it into your routine, it really makes a lot of sense. And so then I build on it week by week so that by the fourth week, you've actually got four really good um, warm-up exercises. You've got, of course, you're running. You've got a strength exercise regiment, which is, again, four exercises that you just simply keep in to maintain your strength. 
to be able to hold your body weight when you run. And the whole point of running, by the way, guys, it's we use those three elements of pose, fall, pull. So for a lot of people, they will think of pose. I always say, think of like a yoga pose, right? Like downward dog is a yoga pose. There's a running pose and it's called the figure four. And part of that running pose, you can, you can, if you want to think, uh, we like to say alignment. I know posture is a very common term as well. In reality, getting the strength to hold your body in line, your ears over shoulders, over hips, which is how you should sit, which is how you should stand, which is how you really need to do all of right. the movements. Absolutely. It, it, yeah. I mean, it, it's going to help you in every other movement that you do. And a lot of it's the awareness. I mean, a lot of people don't even realize that when they start running, they, for example, a lot of people stick their head forward and then all of a sudden they're like, wow, my hips hurt. And they blame it on their hips. My hips are tight. My hips are tight. (laughs) I'm like, well, actually your hips are not really tight, but unfortunately they're trying to hold your head, which is way ahead of your body. And it's putting a lot of unnecessary stress on your hips. So they're stretching their hips and they're stretching their hips. Right. And it's in fact that their alignment is off. And what's, what's so great for me is because like I get to see people's movement change over time. So in four weeks, you could say, how much will I really see a change? Well, you would be surprised at how much change you can not just see, but feel a lot of our runners when they just get understand that there's a, a right way to move during the run and what to do. Runners love having to-do lists. I mean, we're type A people, right? So it's not just I'm (laughs) going to go running. It's like I have a job to do while I'm running. It really does make the running so much more enjoyable. Yeah. And and again, it takes time, one, to change your movement or to learn a new movement. Um, Two, to start adding in, just like we've been talking about. Now you've got your warm-up. Now you've got your cool-down. Now you've got the strength and the stretches you should be doing. Because what I see constantly in all the running magazines and all the literature, it's like, here's the five best stretches you need. Here's the, <laughs> these other exercises. And I'm thinking, my gosh, by the end of the day, I'd be having to do 500 exercises just to be able to go run. And I'm trying to simplify that. You really don't. Yeah, it's overwhelming. It's really overwhelming. Yeah. And that's that's really what I want to end this with guys, we, we talked about these things because it was just really interesting to me when I did the research that like what you are looking for is who we are, is what we created uh, our entire membership about. It's what we are all about is how to prevent injuries. Right. And sometimes we can't prevent them, but we can get you out of it. And then what we were talking about for, for this year was how do we, help those people that are, that I'm going to say like me, I I was a runner, I would say easily five to seven years ago. And I haven't been consistently running or running of any magnitude since. So I would be the perfect person to do this restart as somebody that I want to get back into it, but I want to do it right. I don't want to get injured. I wasn't, I was rarely ever injured before because I always believed in strength training, thankfully, even before I met Valerie, which is why we got together. But if you're like me, or you're injured, and you're trying to come back out of it, and you're like, ah, it's it's starting and stopping, you kind of need that, that beginner, like, how do I, how do I restart? Go to our YouTube channel, it's RunnerX, um, at RunnerX, you 
see Valerie right there, and it's going to be the featured um, playlist. We also have an older reboot that we did, uh, which is absolutely perfect. It's a 30-day uh, strength and self-care kind of thing. We're, we believe in teaching the same thing. We're very consistent with what we teach. We just kind of try to change it up a little bit, add a little bit more, inf- maybe a little less information in this case, but try to really um, just how do we reframe the same thing we're teaching? But you'll never see us changing what we teach. We always teach the same thing. So you can go to our YouTube channel. You can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on X if you're if you're one of those people that's out on X. And um, hopefully you are subscribed to this podcast. If you aren't subscribed um, or you are subscribed, share it with a friend. That's really how we're going to get people out there to know who we are. And if you're at all interested, guys, we would love for you to join us in the membership. Go to runnerx.fit. That's R-U-N-R-X dot F-I-T. It's right there on the homepage. Um, take you to how to sign up and how to get working with Valerie because we'd love to have you. Thanks, guys. Thank you for joining us on the RunRx podcast. If you'd like to know more, join us at www.runnerx.fit. And if you have additional questions that you'd like answered on the podcast, email us at support at runnerx.fit.